Oh man, wonderful. Power Slave, great album. The Iron Maiden, Leah's in this week. Yeah, it, it's weird. I've, I've never heard of this band before. Never, you've well, never. I, you know, anytime I can get a chance to start a, uh, an episode with an Anton Maiden song, I always try to put it in. Sure. And he's this this song Iron Maiden covered Anton Maiden. So yeah. Anton Maiden originally did it, but I could never. I couldn't find uh, his version of Flash of the Blade that was you know it sounded as good as I. It should. So I, the next, I said, I heard this, this cover band called Iron Maiden. Yeah. I, I'm saying it right. Iron Maiden? I, Iron Maiden. Iron yeah. Maiden, which I thought was great because, one, it's a, it's a play on Anton Maiden, obviously. Cl- and clear. two, it fits into our theme of, like, steel. So I, it works on two levels. So oh, yeah. I'm sorry we couldn't give you the real deal, Anton Maiden, but I heard, uh, this cover is pretty damn good. They do some different things with it. They actually play real instruments. It's kind of oh. weird. It, it's a weird, it's a more artistic taste on it. I think you'd appreciate I think you got it backwards, by the way. But No, uh, no, I'm pretty sure these guys copied Anton Maiden. Uh, let, let, let's not split hairs with who's the real thing and, you know, who isn't. All I know is, Murray, we announced that we were doing a movie about fencing last week, and suddenly we're blowing up the Pan Am, uh, like, special games. I heard, the, I heard a, a guy took a knee and to raise awareness of our show. Was that what uh, it was? The, the signal was kind of mixed. Was it taking a knee for the show? Was it taking it for some kind of misrepresentation back home? I think home? They, they, they got it screwed up because the guy's name's Race, right? So they His thought it was. Race. So, you know, all we all know in the news, Colin Kaepernick, he's taking a knee for, yeah. like, police brutality against black men. So I think they screwed it up. I mean, that's a good cause, too. Not as good as getting people to listen to our show, but it's still a good cause. Yeah. So I'm kind of pissed a little that people kind of took away what what's the guy's name again race race imboden race imboden like what he's really trying to get across but hey it still works out all i know is this guy's got to be legit i mean how many models do you know that aren't legit he's a male model he but is a male model here's the most interesting part about him he was named after race bannon from johnny quest well what other reason would you name a child race i don't know but it's fucking awesome you know my uncle's dog was named race bannon race after race bannon too so really put that out there yeah he had a dumb they had a dog in the dog. show he could have named it bandit after bandit in johnny quest yeah but my uncle thinks he's a little more clever than that i so. fucking loved johnny quest growing up i didn't get anything that was going on I but i watched being the on. i mean i was aware of it but i didn't really watch it I it obviously it was like before my time, and they just well, re-ran yeah, it, was it. Before my time, it was in the sixties. Yeah, but oh man, I fucking was that like it. a Cartoon Network or something like that? Yeah, yeah it was, I didn't it, have Cartoon Network. We always yeah. get like whatever channel you guys had, we got it ten, fifteen years later where I live, <laughs> and Fuck, we man. paid probably twice as much for cable as you guys do. I couldn't speak Life to how in much. So <laughs> couldn't speak to how much uh, we paid, but like when we did get it, I remember the day like my parents were like. Don't worry. There's not just three channels anymore. There's a lot. There's cartoons and shit. Me and my brother were both like sports fanatics, so we ended up just watching um, all the NFL like uh, documentary little things they did yeah. of like the Buffalo Bills had the best season ever, but then they fucked it up at the end, yeah. as they always did four years running. That was yeah. yeah that hurts. Shout out to you right there, buddy. Yeah. Murray's from Buffalo. Well, I'm, I was born there. You were born I'm from there. here. Yeah. I consider myself a Detroiter. Yeah, we, which has another shitty, disappointing football team. So 
<laughs> I'm used to it. Not four years losing in a row. Yeah. But uh, the other big news here that we have that kind of coincides with this is we happen to be doing another movie right in your wheelhouse with underground fighting. Yeah. And, Murray, you told me about a special lunch date you're having over, like, a hard-boiled egg. By the way, that's not a lunch date. That's more like a brunch date, I think. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what you guys call it. I don't know. A soft-boiled egg is definitely brunch. I don't know what a hard-boiled egg okay, is. Okay, that's a good point, because that's, that's easy. Eggs Benedict, that's brunch. Yeah, that's like mobile protein. I, I love yeah. having a hard-boiled egg Well, I egg always ready. keep a fucking hard-boiled <laughs> egg in my pocket. You never <laughs> we, know when we you, both need, do. you need that protein burst. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, explain this, because you were having a sit-down. Was it was it Glastonbury you were having a sit-down with? Who were you sitting down well, with? You Can know, you name him? You, well, Yes, let's put it this way. I don't want to confirm. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny the existence of underground fight clubs. But hypothetically, for the purpose of your conversation, Griff, I will hypothetically tell you what I was doing. So apparently, you know, fight underground fight clubs aren't for everybody. There's a there's a process. Yeah. So there's like a vetting process I had to go through first. Like we're, I'm just fine. I finally got the call. I was so excited. I called you. You're the first person I called. Yes. I called like at four in the morning. It was like be here, and they just gave me. I'm not gonna say where, but they gave me where to be, and it was a brunch place. Like you said, Professor Glastonbury was there. It was, which is shocking because he died in Avenging Force. But we all know it's it's the movies. Come on, yes. And so like I'm in the vetting process. They're like. We like what you're doing. We like what you're talking about. We want you to be a part, but I, I still haven't earned the right yet. Okay. Hypothetically, because these don't really exist. Interesting. And that Jeffrey Epstein was not, he was killed because he's a pedophile, not because he was going to name names about underground fight clubs. Oh, okay. So that's how this ties in. He was considered to be. He's just a nasty pedophile. You know, Griff, you've seen enough of these movies. I was going to say. Only we, the classiest of people go to underground fight clubs. I was going to say, we've seen a lot of these movies. They never have underage kids there. Mm-hmm. It's always highfalutin, like, money-throwing, right-on-lawnmower type of people. Like, exactly. There's no push-more <laughs> people in this world. <laughs> These people can afford the best riding lawnmowers <laughs> money can buy. They get the fucking They still have to mow their lawn, but they do it yeah. sitting down. Fuck an A. <laughs> yeah, there's so much falutin, and it's all high. There's no mid-falutin. There's definitely no low falutin. I, I, I don't remember the last falutin. time I saw a low falutin character I in think, a movie. I think Circle of Iron. Wasn't he low faluting? Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. 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 He's running around with a bell on his toe. Yeah, and he was low falutin. He's low falutin. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> like what you did there i do really like that so yeah um i just want to say jeffrey epstein claimed that i heard talk that he was going to name names he had nothing to do with this nothing world. to do he's on his own island literally and metaphorically obviously you whenever you're talking about your underground circle your your fighting ring it's hypothetically about, it's, it's always about the money and everything so when yeah, you hear epstein was attached to all these High, you know, high fluent, very rich people. You think right. that it's somehow so? So it's not. It's no, not associated. Not at all. He was murdered by the pedophile ring that runs Hollywood. Okay, nothing to do with the underground fight club ring. Well, Murray, and you know, I'm telling the truth because I admitted on our award winning gore episode, I'm QAnon, so I only tell the truth. It's true. So, it's very true. There uh, you, go. you know, I, I I spent a nice week out, weekend out in Columbus. 
I met some nice people out there. Uh, I guess I'll say hi to Casey and Jessica. They actually asked about it and subscribed to us. So Did they? That's a nice... Well, welcome aboard. Hey, yeah, guys. Thank if, you. If they're listening, thank you. Uh, you didn't get shot, did you? Huh? You didn't get shot, did you? No, I didn't get shot. But I did, I did go to a AAA game. I, I show up a little early. I buy. I usually like to buy some sci-fi books while I'm out. I got it right here, The Shockwave Rider by John Brunner. So I was going to the park early, and this fucking dude tells me, no, you can't come in. So I told him, why? Not, why? And he's like, oh, you no, the public's not allowed until 3 o'clock or whatever. And I was like, look, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, right. I literally told him, I'm a celebrity. Like, where's my box at? And the guy, the guy just shut down. He didn't know what to say anymore. He was just like, I just fucked up. I don't know what to do because he knew. He did, you, knew. did you get his name? Because I can make sure he winds up in yeah. a hypothetical fight club. Yeah. His name? Charles. Charles. Lyleson. Lyleson. You made a big mistake. Yeah. He's got shitty wraparound sunglasses on. Ooh, so that's how I, I, don't. Really, I don't even care what he did to you. I want to kill him just for that. All right. Good. Probably drives like an F-150. Yeah. Dickhole. All right. Probably has uh, intimacy problems. Probably. Ready to hit that trailer, Murray? Uh, yeah. Were we gonna do a, some kind of segue? I forget. Well, we wanted to throw a shout out because we oh, had help yes. with this episode. Yeah, we got first. We got to give a shout out to our boy in Australia, uh, Flim Flam. I think you <laughs> want to call Flim Flam? <laughs> hey, buddy, you didn't give us a name, so you get a nickname. <laughs> and but we love you. And he recommended this. He's like, I know you guys like. Underground Fight Club movies. Well, this is Underground Sword Fighting Fight Club. and I can't believe this movie exists. I can't either. This, I thought he was fucking with us, and then this, he gave us a link to a trailer. This is why we need help, because yeah. there's so many of these weird movies out yeah, there. Yeah, I, t- I got to admit, I totally, I'm a snob. I totally checked out in the 90s. Like, I never investigated those straight-to-video movies, so yeah. this is a whole new world for me. It, yeah. So I'm glad you're opening our eyes to this. And then also our boy Joe from North Carolina, he let us know. He's like, guys, I vetted this for you because we always wait till the last minute to watch it because we want it to be fresh in our minds. He's like, this is like the Hall of Fame of mullets. Like you have every every version of a mullet you can think of in this movie. Seriously. And and Alex, the lead character, fucking takes the cake. That that mullet is like Randy Johnson in his prime. (laughs) It's not even that good. It's it's no doubt the worst mullet we've ever covered. (laughs) It's so bad. All right. So without further ado, let's just get to it. Some sword fighting for you, some mullets, some ring of steel. He was destined for the Olympics. You got one more and you're national champion. Until his dreams were shattered by a twist of fate. What happened was an accident. It wasn't your fault. That's supposed to make me feel better. But one man is willing to give him another chance. Alex, glad you can make it. For a price. My fighters are well paid and very well trained. I'd like you to join them. Become one of the best. And this is the Ring of Steel. That's Jack. Our club champion. He's very good. So far, he's the best. I think Alex could do better. Alex, welcome to the class. You're just in time for your first lesson. Now, number one, I decide who fights who and when. Number two, there's no fighting outside the Ring of Steel ever. And number three, inside the Ring of Steel, there are no rules. No! You can't make me fight. 
What have you done with Elena? There is a lot at stake here, isn't there? He's a dangerous man, Alex. Don't you ever disobey me again. Not ever do you understand me. Don't underestimate him or what he's asking you to do. You will find who I say and when I say. You will last in the ring. We shall see. He's caught in a deadly game where the winners rule and the losers die. Robert Chapin, Gary Casper, Darlene Vogel. Death has just become a spectator sport. Ring Steel. All right, welcome everybody back from that trailer. Uh, pretty, yeah, it's a trailer. But let's get into this movie. Sword fighting. Darkness. Very artistic. Credits, yeah. Just, you just see sweat glistening. That's the only light you yeah. see in this. And a few few droplets of blood. Like, this is kind of like a Sin City, how they did, like, the blacks, the deep blacks, with just, like, a little bit of color. Yeah. They uh, started this in they, 1994. They inspired. Yeah. I, I think Robert Rodriguez said this was an inspiration for Sin City. Makes perfect sense. But... After we get through all the boring people that we don't know, aside from Joe Don uh, Baker. Joe Don Baker. Uh, you know, we get through the credits. It's nine minutes long. Why did that? Yeah, every... it was very This long. is a straight-to-VHS movie. There can't be that many people to uh, give accolades and to. And there but... was, oh, some of the worst Casio keyboard music in this movie. It was. It was the time of Casio keyboards. It was just... We don't know. We don't. We can't get anyone to play like a nice guitar shriek. Let's just get a Casio keyboard to play. You know, a little four string set. But don't worry. We quickly switch over after nine minutes. Introduction quickly. Yeah, we go to the uh, local high school gymnasium. We will be quickly going to the gymnasium. High school. Yeah. You got the Pepsi machine out front. You got. Yeah, they, I didn't notice that. Why is they, they, Pepsi just threw so much money into action movies back then. It was it was probably like, hey, we'll give you guys a hundred bucks to hang <laughs> literally a hundred banners across it. This man, so, the crowd stands up with the cards, you know, the, the coordinated cards. Pepsi, Pepsi. fencing meat. <laughs> um, and of course, our boy Alex is just fucking killing it. Well, he's the greatest sword fighter that's ever existed. Yet he might make the Olympic team. Like, should he just be? I don't. Yeah, I don't just get, walk right through it. You I don't know? get this. He's, he's he believes in earning it. He's like, I don't want any free meals. You know, I'm gonna because they wanted them. They were just like, you're, hey, you're in. It was the early '90s, so they were taking things a little differently. And also, how does well? It no, happen? the early '90s was all about using stars. Fucking dream team, man. Oh shit, you're good. That's a good point. Basketball's a little bigger than fencing, though. A well, little bit. A little bit. Uh, but you know he's just he's just having fun. He's just getting Toying those points. With the people doing doing a little showsmanship, you know, doing Stag- a couple through the through his through, legs, through the leg. Yeah, yeah, he was doing everything. He, I I believe Jordan was around at the same time when he did the dunk with the tongue out. Yeah. So he did uh, the attack where he, <laughs> he stabbed he the lift, guy with the he tongue. He <laughs> lifted his mask back to reveal his tongue and face to po- po- boink, boink the guy. Dynamic. Oh man. Uh, but, uh, you know, after his match, because this was like the quarterfinal match. It wasn't even the championship match, yeah, you know. Yeah. He's getting ready for it. But, you know, he's, he spots out a girl, and he notices, well, 
a person. He doesn't know. He notices he spots out a form. He spots out good good call. And we're not talking about shapely figure. We're talking about she does have one though. She does. Uh, we're talking about m- more the sword placement, technique, technique the fencing. He's yeah. all about business here. And he says, "Wow, you got you got great form, but you have a you have a twitch. It gives too much away. That's right. why he knew exactly where you were going to go." She and then so you're thinking this is a guy like back off, buddy. But he rips it off. It's a beautiful woman, beautiful woman. And she's like, she's a little. She's, she's obviously she's drawn to that mullet. It's just so fucking amazing. It's flowing. I mean, he's wind constantly. Is, you notice that wind was constantly blowing. I his was mullet. just gonna say, like, there's always a fan moving into his face to just keep that thing in the breeze, just like a kite with the tassels. No Ooh. woman can resist that. So she's kind of she's slightly offended because she. This is a man's world. She's kind of getting into. So she's used to the asshole meatheads, but he's just strictly yeah. about technique. He wants to help her. These are construct. This is mansplaining people. He's constructively criticizing. Her. I did have a. Partner, girlfriend in high school. Okay. We got into it earlier about yeah. girlfriend and partner earlier, but uh, in high school that uh, did fencing. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so she is just like, well, why don't you tell me more about your technique later over and then dinner? She looks straight at Maybe. his dick, and then he's like, wink. Oh, he's like, does the curtains match the? Yes, he has a mullet on his dick. So. <laughs> And so he's like, baby, you got it, but I got to go win another match. Yeah. So he's just cocky as all hell, literally and figuratively. He's, he's got to drink four Pepsis, of course, before the match he's because like, sponsorships. Like, Man, this is energizing. That, yeah, that caffeine's definitely got the best of them. Here. Like, There's no way I can lose. I just drink a Pepsi. <laughs> and then he puts it down, and they, they get ready to fight. And then you, you explain it because you actually paying attention to this fight. I wasn't. Well, here's the thing. They're, 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 it's a, he's taking it for real this time. He knows that it's in the national championships. This is like for the Olympics. One guy's got his, uh, his uh, beta recorder out. You know, He's courting it to tape. And he, <laughs> that guy with like, got, the long hair and the suit, like, always yeah, a bad look. Dude, right? there was, there was uh, a guy in here who looked like, uh, who's the conservative comedian now? Dennis, Dennis Miller? Miller. He was his coach. And then there was like, a hey, no- babe, this is like uh, <laughs> yeah. rattle off some obscure. Oh movie. my god, this is this is kind of like American Samurai. And then, what I mean. So that was his coach, in my perspective. But I, I the 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 ref for the match looked like somebody else too, and I can't remember. He had that real long, curly, flowing hair. And he mustache. fits. He fits in with the month, the heavy metal month. Yeah, he was a rocker, definitely. So. You know, there he's toying. He's just, you know, doing the patience game. He's showing his full gambit here, and he finally moves in for the win. And he go, he thrusts hard, and he comes up low on the guy's waist and drags his rapier across his chest. Well, it gets to the guy's packs. Apparently, he was packing a couple because it bends and breaks. His blade breaks uh, across his packs. But he's still got all that momentum, so his sword flips up into the guys. They wear a mesh mask in fencing, and once that uh, like tip they have on the end breaks off on his beautiful packs, it it's goes a deadly weapon. Yeah, it's a deadly weapon now, and it goes right through the guy's mask, it right through him. his eye, right into his brain, kills, kills him, him instantly, kills him. And uh, so everyone's freaking out as they should be. 
our man Alex casually takes off his mask. He 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 realizes he just murdered a man, but he still has still time gonna, to good. position the the fan guy. He feathers out his hair, you know, he, takes he shakes a swig his off head. of Pepsi, makes sure that the, yeah. the label is pointing outward. And then he nods to the camera, puts it down and gasps. Oh my god, are you okay? No, he's he's dead, Alex. You you killed him. Wow, that well, Manslaughter. That, that really reminded me of uh, what's it called? Uh, Clockwork Orange. You killed him, Alex. Well, that probably explains why he gets sick every time he hears classical music. And oh. Every time he hears Casio music, D- he vomits. Bow, bow down. Oh man, that's so trippy. Uh, so they're at the funeral. Obviously, he's gonna go to the funeral. Well, yeah, because he got to make make himself look good. He yeah, can't. Pepsi is gonna revoke his sponsorship if he doesn't go to the yeah, funeral. Yeah, I, I thought that was classy the way Pepsi paid for its, to the headstone, but they had to put the Pepsi like logo, Pepsi logo. on it. Like and instead of it. draping the American flag, because the guy also competed in the Olympics, he killed. They draped a Pepsi flag over it. They're like the same colors. Thing. The colors are the same. Yeah, same it's thing. it's pretty much the same. And so Alex is trying his best to make it look like he cares. He he. he he tamed the the yeah, mullet, you put, know. Put it in a straight up faux chin. This was he's trying rock and nang chin, but this was a faux chin. I mean, the the true nang chin is pretty spiritual, right? So right, he, it's all about spiritual. So he was trying to tie in the spirits to you know to get him through this occasion. A nang chin master never would have had that happen to him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's like he spots Elena there. So he's like, I'm okay. Here's time. Pretend I'm crying. So he pulls like a Noah's hair out, gets a little tear going, and she's like, "Oh, that gets me every time." She's like, "Alex, you're amazing. This it must have been his fault." Yeah, because and he's like, "No, it was my fault." But he he didn't really care. But he this is his move. There's nobody with hair that good that could commit such a heinous crime. Exactly. I've heard many story people got let off in the '80s because they're. Perfectly tame mullets. Yeah. So he turns around. And he's just like, "You're right." Do you want dinner? Lunch? 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 Well, let's say brunch. Brunch. And she's like, "Sure, I'm hungry. Let's go." And they take off. And while they take off, we just see this mysterious hand on the on this in the foreground on a cane. Oh. And, and a which limo. we which we we failed to point out earlier. We also saw it at the meet. There was a mysterious hand holding yeah. a cane. They, We're they, like, who is this guy? He's so mysterious. We're just slipping it in there. Just slipping it in there. So we go to the restaurant. They're eating at like an outdoor restaurant. He's using chopsticks. She's using, using a he's fork. Got to show off. She's, you know, he's trying. I think technically she had a spork. That's how bad she was. God damn. Is she that bad? Yeah. Your she's, fencing is about as bad as your spork play, lady. And he's just like, look. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm the best. Yeah. But this asshole had to die. Like, what am I going to do? Right. You know, this reminds me of a story of a samurai. Because yeah. she's like, you're so amazing. He's like, I know. But let me explain this to you. There was a samurai guy once, okay? Somewhere in, I think, Japan. I don't know. Somewhere where they're <laughs> Chinese. And he, there was this village. And it was being attacked by these nine ronin samurai. And they hired this guy, Marimoto, let's say. I don't know. And they were like, you're the greatest. Can you rid the village of these guys? He's like, yeah, I can do that. So what he does is he goes to a, a Japanese a restaurant, or as they call it in Japan, a restaurant. Yeah. And Very good. he asks for some rice. And while he's there, it's, it's Japan, so it's just full of flies. Full of flies. You know, he's a racist piece of shit, Alex. So he just assumes, you know, it's just yeah. filthy 
because it's not America, so it's got to be filthy. A, a, exactly. And the, the, called the, it a shithole. He's eat, he did. He called it a shithole. And he's like, he's eating his rice, and then the bag of the nine Ronin Samurai come in, and while they come in, he just snatches nine flies out of the air with his chopsticks. And the guys hightail the fuck out, and they leave. And the moral of that story is sometimes you don't have to be violent to show you're a badass. My favorite part is Alex trying to explain that story to her. Well, you see, it's just like he's not violent anymore. He's just so cool. Sometimes you're such a badass, you don't even need to show why you're a badass. Exactly. And she's like, man, we need to meet up later, but... I hear you got things to do. You got coaches to talk to. And so he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, my asshole coach wants to talk I, to me. I got to go talk to him. And his asshole coach wants to release him. He's like, our, look, our insurance in America, our system sucks. So the coach is like, I got to re, re-up our insurance. And you just murdered a human being. <laughs> so that's uh, that sets our premium. It was already about 1,000% of what we make here at the club. Club, Jim. They had a special word for it. I, it was like a, I can't. I don't remember what. But there actually is a special word for a fencing club. I don't know what it is. They oh. used it like twice, but I couldn't pick oh, I, up. Yeah, what it I don't was. know. But I'm not watching this movie again to find out. Ugh, so. No. Uh, but matter of the fact is, I got to drop you because the insurance is going to cost more than everything I ever have owned or seen. It's basically you need Epstein money to pay for this shit. And Alec. Me, of course, he's because he understands. Wait, he doesn't understand at all. He goes, Neely goes, fuck you. I made this place. I don't need you. And they're like, he's like, what? What? I just, I, I just wanted you to take a couple weeks off, man. So <laughs> out. Fuck you. So we, I'm Alex, blah, blah, sword fighter, man. Alex fucks off right back home, where of course Elena's waiting for him. Apparently, they, nice meal, man. They they set up a date or he gave her a key this whole movie takes place over five days yeah so. they it's in fast fucking forward this relationship went from zero to eight thousand immediately like they've right. already like been, I, li- I literally thought at this time they'd been dating for weeks but no they've been yeah. dating for like two days you would think they've been married ex- like divorced and married again yeah like i thought they were living together That's so how, you know because she's at the place she's got the meal already he comes home and he's like I don't want any fucking chicken teriyaki. I want booze. <laughs> so he just starts fucking hitting the bottle. He's just pounding hard. fucking 40 ounces, man. And Elena is just like, I can't stand this. I can't stand seeing this way. I've seen you for one whole day now. <laughs> I hate it. I'm going. You changed. You changed. <laughs> so Alex is like, Get out of here, bitch. I don't need you. I need to go to the Laker store. Flips his mullet. I got to get some scratchies in a fucking 40. So gets down to the Laker store, gets a couple a couple scratch-offs. Gets a six-pack. You know, jokes around with the local kids, buys him a popsicle or two. You know, he's seen Death Wish 3. He knows how to like get in with the neighborhood. This neighborhood did look pretty rough, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he walks out in the alley. You know, Always the alley. It's always the alley. There's three people waiting there. I was shocked. This is, I think, this is the first gang we ever saw. Everyone was the same color. Yeah, it's we, true. Because one thing we've learned from like action movies, they're all about diversity when it comes to gangs. They, when it comes to gangs, they're always <laughs> like, let's make sure they like scatter shot the it's races like, here. You know, like a fucking black gangbanger, a punk rock dude, and like yeah. a Mexican dude. Like a- no. everybody, the media has ever like <laughs> been like, this is an evil person. Yeah, yeah, they have each one representing. This is just your good old. Fashion generic black gang. Three black <laughs> so 
They start fighting because he's about, you know, Alex is getting mugged. So well, Yeah, Alex is drunk, so he, that's why he's, the guard is down. Okay. Also, we don't even know his chops for, like, any kind of hand-to-hand combat. But fortunately, yeah. uh, Limo pulls up behind him, and our man that we've been seeing, the little glimpses. Man. Yeah, He pops his cane out, and he jumps out, and, eh, be careful, that guy's got a knife. Oh, does he? Motherfucking black guy. Black guy? Wow. Man in black pulls out a sword. Joe Don Baker, by the Joe way. Joe Don Everyone Baker. Redneck icon, Joe Don Baker. Buford T. Pusser from uh, Walking Tall, I think it was called. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, yeah, his cane isn't so much a cane as it is a fucking sword. So he chases off the guys, and he's just like, Alex, I've seen your work in the ring. It's- I saw you murder that guy. It was beautiful. The way you thrust through his eyeball, I haven't seen precision like that since I got my ex-wife pregnant. Ho yo yo! I I can't explain this movie, man. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Nineteen ninety four. And he's like, I got a proposition for you. I got a little gentleman's club where we like to partake in a little bit of the sword fight. Yeah, don't say gentleman's club. That leads somewhere else. Well, it's kind of. On the, on the yeah, top that's, floor. yeah, that's a good point. And he's like, "It's called Ring of Steel. Get it, guys? Because the movie's called Ring of Steel." And he pulls out a card. He's like, "Meet me here tomorrow night. I think you'll like what you see." Would you rather them hit the title on the nose like that as opposed to last week with Circle of Iron? Where you're like, "What?" <laughs> or Silent Flute? But this week, yeah, I like it. Ring of I or Ring of Steel. It's like, bam, right on the fucking nose. Yes. And he's like, I'll think about it. He's still petulant. He's, you know. Yeah. So I got to go. I got to go home. I, I, I have fucking taped cops tonight. I'm going to watch that shit. I'm going to get all ramped up and probably take, just fall asleep. Cops get him so excited he falls asleep. That's what happens to me. Well, he, is, he gets in bed. He doesn't fall asleep because he gets home and Elaine is there. What? She's already back? Yeah. She, well, she's like, I can't. I'm in love with you. I've known I, you two days. God I'm in love damn with it. you. This, I, we're going to make We're going to work our way through this. I'm going to be here for you. Man. I love you, Alex. Can I pull your hair again? Do you mind if I just get my fingers in there? She's obsessed with that mullet. Well, she's like, what happened? Because he's got a little cut on his forehead. And he's like, yeah. it's nothing. All right. I it's tr- man stuff. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand it. And she's like, well, I, what I do understand is fucking. So let's get to fucking. And boy, do they get to fucking. The most beautiful Cinemax 80s style love scene. We get the soft lighting. Mm. We get a little boobage going on. We get mm. that classic move where she's on top and he's all in ecstasy. Oh. It's beautiful, guys. Just watch that scene. It's on YouTube. And then next morning. Elena is the only person, of course, has a job at this point. Yeah. So she's like, fuck, I got to get to my work. You should really get an alarm clock. Again, she's been to his house one time, and she's she's like talking like they've been dating for months. Well, she, in her head, she's she has been dating for months. That's a good point. Like she's All she thinks about is Alex. So she's rushing. She's like, I can't believe I did this. You know, I don't. This what brings us back to the fact that they've known each other for maybe 30 hours. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I've never sleep with somebody so quickly, but, uh, she's like, I got, I got to get to work. And, you know, Alex, he wants to see her again. He's really in there. So he says, Hey, what are you doing tonight? I got this thing I can got to go to and I want you to come with me. I mean, 
Joe Don told me to bring my lady friend. He knew you by name. He knew your uh, your dimensions too. Yeah, it's not your... creepy, but hey, yeah, let's yeah. do this. It, She's it, like, it's a date. So it cut to later in the night. They show up. It's a, it's. A, I, I I I swear there had been peers behind this warehouse because it had this be. is the shadiest side of town. I it, we'll get into it far. Later in the movie, but this place is fucking crazy. Like I yes. couldn't believe the uh, the patio expansion to it. Let's say, <laughs> yeah. like, I, well, it's like it's I don't a, know how to explain. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's an old warehouse. I don't know. It's a big building, and it's of course like every great Fight Club. It only is it only has the classiest clientele. So there's like a fucking camera out there. Only the best of the best are allowed in this right. club. So Alex shows up. And they're like, uh. Sorry, you're not dressed for this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I got this this card here. Joe Don gave it to me. Okay, well, buzz you in. The first time flashing his mullet didn't get him into a place. But yeah. a little a little card. Did you see? Did you notice his card? Yeah. It just it just says Ring of Steel on it. Yeah. Joe Don Baker. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's some card. Doesn't even have a fax number on it, man. Well, this is underground. You don't leave a fax that's number. That's true. That's true. So they go in, and it's a nightclub. Yeah. People are fucking rocking out. Elena thinks like, oh, man, what did you bring? Me? I didn't think you liked dancing, but this is awesome. She's ready to get down. He's like, no, 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 no. I think we keep following. And then they end up in the underground portion. Well, wait. First, we meet Tanya. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carol Alt, model. Joe, Joe Don and Tanya yeah, lead Model on. Carol Alt, not supermodel Carol Alt, just plain model Carol Alt. <laughs> That's good enough. And Joe Don's got her on his arms like... He's all schmoozing. Alex, Boobala, baby, I love you. How do you like my club? He's like, it's all right. Well, wait till you see what we got down in the basement. That's where the real Ring of Steel action happens. Yeah. So this is a cover for their underground fight ring. Perfect. Makes sense. Griff, I was totally taking notes, writing diagrams when I was watching this because there were some That's good interesting. ideas. I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm this always is looking inspiring. to get the most perfect fight club. So you I see, was taking notes. You got the wherewithal. You you you, yeah. you have movies like last week's Circle of Iron to help expand your mind and think right. out. You know, listen to everybody, listen to everything, and exactly. also you train in nature. Yes, always, always, always train in nature. It's the only way you can win a fight. So they walk into that underground, and it's like col- freight elevator. They yeah. Go down. Oh, of course, it's a freight elevator. So it's Coliseum style. There is like the ring is like indented into the ground, and then you have like the audience all, these rich, all above cl- them, classiest, richest people you can imagine. We were, we were talking about this today. Um, should we can be concerned that usually eighty percent of the clientele for this is Japanese men, Japanese businessmen, businessmen? No, because most people <laughs> would say that that's like insulting, but. Hey guys, guess because like oh they're so barbaric. All they love is blood sport. Hey, what's the murder rate in Japan, people? That's true. It ain't what America's is. Maybe we need some fucking fight clubs here in America. I mean, we USA. we I mean, you love MMA. our fucking UFC, yeah, yeah. This is the next level, people. So let's just go. These guys didn't even get cut in this movie, by the way. And we're seeing the first fight right now, and it, it, it's it's like the saddest sword fight. All the movie, by the way, is the saddest sword fighting you'll yeah, ever see. Fight choreogra- choreography. Is that, I don't know Cor- choreography. Choreography. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. So 
it's looking like we're actually going to get... I thought this was like going to be a bloodbath. I thought there was going to be wounds I thought at least everywhere. there would be a beheading in it. Yeah. There wasn't even that. And it looks like we're about to get our beheading, but this is some foreshadowing for the rest of the movie because our main villain of the movie, who is channeling three different hairstyles... Yeah, I want to point this out because you know this is my wheelhouse. This is your Griff, for sure. This is what we... In the world of hair combat, Griff... What we call Jack, and it's a perfect name because he is jacked in this movie. He is combining hair, which you can't do that, Griff. Yeah. It's like it's it's the equivalent of juicing, like steroids. Right. And uh, the whole human body can only take so much power. Like, there's so much that has to get channeled through your brain. I just can't imagine. Well, let's explain what Jack is. Jack has, it's called the trifecta. Yeah. He's got some little black scorpion braids. All this grafted onto his head. He's got a, a modified screaming eagle. It's not. It, it lacks the fucking uh, bleach. He lacks the, the fucking frosted tips. Yeah, but he's got that mullet, which can be converted into a Nang Chan. Okay, and that's too much power, Griff. Yeah, I, I no. mean you've noticed when I, I'm sitting here right now. Sometimes I'll like come in and out of like focus. Like I'll just like almost become a ghost, and then I'll come back. Yeah, that's because of the power of the Nang Chan. Because it's like it's not just. Sometimes I might fight on the astral plane. That's how fucking metaphysical it gets. Right. Like, the, the these uh, pools go very deep for each hairstyle. One of them is just, like, to- totally spiritual. One of right. them is totally sexual. And the other one is just totally, like, uh... Is this murderous? Man? Murderous? Yeah. yeah. Are we talking about the Black Scorpion? I guess I, so. I figured you would say your Screaming Eagle is the most sexual well, one. Well, look at me. Yeah, so the... <laughs> well, because, yeah, only only villains have a Black Scorpion braid. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just murderous. That's, like... That's the, uh, the antithesis. That's the yang to the yin of yeah. a Nang Chen. I told you, I told you, they're, they're our spiritual enemy. And he's combining them all, and it's not working. So he's getting Jack... Uh, our trifecta hairstyle man, who's just a bastard of hairstyles. He's hair getting, juicer. Hair juicer. Let's go with that. Hair yeah. juicer. That's good. Yeah. He's getting ready to fucking behead his uh, opponent here. And Alex screams out, No! Because he, he's, he's getting some PTSD when he's watching this. Yeah. Because he's actually murdered somebody. He's thin as a rail. He's probably yeah. jacking himself up to be like Paul from Undefeatable. Was it Paul? I think it, I was, think it was Paul. Paul. <laughs> I just remember that Paul. I love you. That great note is. Oh, that movie, go listen to that. That movie horrible was, name. Great episode. Great episode. So underrated. I love that movie. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Paul was such a good villain. So good. So. Everybody stops. All the Japanese businessmen stop. <laughs> well, they stop because when when they did start raining, making it rain, they started throwing the dollar bills on dollar dollar bills, y'all. So it was almost like a strip club, like deathmatch. And fucking Jack is furious because he's fucking juicy. He's got roid rage going on. He's got hair roid rage. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm the fucking king of this ring of steel." Well. Joe Don is like, I'm going to calm the situation. Get out of here, Jack. Shoo, shoo. Well, Joe, Joe Don is like Machiavelli. He like, he's yeah. constantly playing mind games. He, Jack's his man. He's like king. But he knows that the new king is Alex. Right. Because, because he can control Alex. 
Jack yeah. is a loose cannon because he's fucking roid raging. He's a- exactly. Juicer. He's hit those fucking the, the the fucking hairstyles hard, and he's like, I I know my boy Alex is not going to touch any of that yeah, shit. He's got he, the worst mullet I've ever seen. I don't even know what you call that shit. Slop. He, he's fucking a cutaway. You call from that? A, you know what you call that? <laughs> you call it a Kenny Omega mop slop. <laughs> you call that? Oh my god! I know you just disappointed one of our listeners. Your bro's crushed. He just turned off. Our episode right now. Oh, You'll come back. Because I love Kenny Omega. So we head to the locker room. Head to the Alex locker room. Alex is like, I'm so offended. He, Alex is like a kid in a candy store in the locker room. Yeah. He likes what he sees. Alex is offended, but then Joe Don's like, Let me take you down to the locker room and he's like Okay. How many towels <laughs> are there and is there snapping? Yes. Lots. Yes, there is. Let's go. So I'm in. we're seeing I'm back in I'm back in. We're seeing all the combatants, and they all have a different sword or two-handed or one-handed, right. like, bladed weapon. It's like, almost like wrestling. Everyone has their gimmick. Exactly. They're all having fun. Jack is the only one. Cause he's only a- thing that combine, uh, unites them is their mullets. Everyone has a different yeah. styled mullet. Except Brian. Except Brian. Yes. Who becomes a friend later yeah, he's on. He's kind of the comic relief character. But we, we were joking about this because everyone's comparing scars in locker room. They all have it through the typical bullet wound spot, like, just... Kind of under your armpit, like in the yeah. armpit region, just right there. They are like right well, in your left about, shoulder. What about this one? What about that one? Ugh, horrible. But Joe Don is just like, look, I want you to fight for me. Like, look at yeah. these guys. We're a family. Yeah, we have an exhibition, a friendly exhibition. Yeah, everybody's cool here. We just want you to have a little exhibition, not with a rapier, your normal weapon. We want you uh, to do a classical saber fight. And he's like, yeah, let's do this. I, I'm, I'm totally down. Of course, Elena's there. She's fucking pissed when uh, Alex walks out. Day two, and she's like the naggy girlfriend. She's like, ah. Yeah, you think she would have just been turned on by this. Yeah. But no, she's really disappointed to see that he's blowing her off to have some kind of sword fight to the death. Well, she saw how his lights lit up when he went in the locker room, and she's like, I can't compete with this. Yeah, oh, good point. So, I saw I saw those three fucking hairstyles just stapled to that man's head. So, she's thinking, I need to change my hairstyle. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she's talking to Tanya, like, hey, how can we get... So she had some beautiful giant 90s hair. She did. And so we get to the ring. And uh, sword fight happens. It's very boring. It's very boring. But Alex wins because he's a hero. It's always about disarming in this movie, like especially yeah. for Alex. Because well, the he rules won't are that we. The rules are you. you it's this is this isn't unlike Jack would make you believe. This isn't a death fight. These are just you make whoever wins. No points. It's not like a real technical fencing match. It's just whoever makes the first guy concede. Wins. We'll bring this up again in a minute yes. here because we need to hammer this in here. It's yeah. not about points. But Jack uh, or Alex does win and does get some points for it. And they're raining dollar bills on him. He's like he's he hasn't felt this way since he murdered that guy. So he's just drinking it all in. Japanese people are bowing to him and shit. He's just stuffing all that money into the new pants because they gave him new clothes. So he's like new clothes and a bunch of money (laughs) runs outside. Elena's waiting for him. She's giving him the cold shoulder, but he's like counting all those bills. He was just like, look. I got all this money. We can go back to that Japanese restaurant. I can give you some more fucking crazy mythological stories about how I'm better than you. And look, I don't. How did you even get that money, by the way? Isn't that illegal? Isn't this all illegal? Isn't betting illegal? Well, I didn't bet. 
So technically, he's right. Yeah, I just found it on the ground. It's like a stripper. You can't like she shouldn't have to pay taxes on that. She just found that money. Yeah, and that's he's using the stripper rule. So Elena is ready to fuck. She's yeah. willing to give up. I mean, two days in, of course, they're in their honeymoon. She's ready to get married. They're in their honeymoon phase, man. Of course, right. that. Well, she I think care. she's a little threatened because one. Uh, Tanya wants to fuck Alex. That's true. Two, everybody in the locker room wants oh, to fuck Alex. Oh, my God. Three, Jack kind of wants to fuck Alex. I completely forgot about the Tanya angle for this whole thing. Yeah. So well, she's not that important. She's character. just like, look, I want you to get me back home. Uh, but also, what what did you, what, what do you, uh, what do you think you are? Some kind of pirate? And he's like, well, I did always want to be a pirate. He's like, well, I love that booty. So prepare to be boarded, you goddamn wench. And he throws her over his shoulder and says, prepare to be fucked behind this garbage can. And they just go to fucking behind a dumpster. I don't know. It's, it's the think, the moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you know. So next, this is day three, because we told you this is a five-day sh- uh, movie. <laughs> day three, they show up. He shows up for the training, the Wait, dojo. We don't get Alex yet. We just get, like, everybody else. We Swojo. Get jo- I'm going to call it Swojo. Swojo. Sword dojo. Swore- oh, I like it. <laughs> so we get Joe Don. He's conducting Swojo practice. <laughs> And everybody's fighting, but then this fucking LARPing kid comes in. I love this cast. D and D fuck. He's yeah, like five hundred pounds. Got his Viking helmet on. He got his, he's got the neck beard. He's got the giant two handed like bastard bopper sword, and he's talking in Elizabethan. He's like trying to. <laughs> Hello, what's who? Tell you who, my friends and, and fellows. He, for some reason, we need this character to connect for a cop connection, by the way. Yeah. This isn't just for fun. So he's like, look, I'm going to compete in this. So they I'm sent going they, to compete. They this. send the lowest tiered uh, sword fighter at him and he beats the shit out of him. And so our LARPer, he, he runs. Like, uh, he starts crying. He's like, I'm going to go tell the cops. I am getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. He's all badass, and he gets slapped by a blade. He's like, oh, no! <laughs> he's like, I'm ratting you guys out, because he humiliated him. Like, hey, Tubby, how do you like that? And so, of course, Jack's going to step in. And Jack like, is furious. He just gets he, that Kento stick. He just, he just sprayed his hair with some hairspray, so he's juiced like a Oh, he is so fucking juiced. He can tell. And he's like, you fat fuck. I think you're not going to do shit. I think I saw a fresh beat in a braid, too. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Maybe a puka shell. So he, and he just grabs yeah. a candlestick and beats the fuck out of this it's, guy. It's disgusting. It's well, almost as bad as that Deliverance uh, rape scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was that bad, but... It was really bad. He was squealing like a pig. That's exactly. Really, there's no butt rape. So finally, like, right... He gets some live steel. I've been re-listening to Game of Thrones, so <laughs> live steel was, like, a big thing. So he gets some live steel out. He's about to kill Fatty. When was he? I thought he was just going to beat his head in with a kendo stick. Oh, maybe that was. And then it. Alex goes, "No!" Yeah, Alex finally runs in from off screen. He's like, "You can't let him go." <laughs> and so Joe Dunn, yeah, all right, let him go. Wink gets the two gooniest guys to take him out. You know that guy. You know that LARPer's dad is fuck. Yeah. Well, he's going to be, that's for sure. So Jack is pissed again. Right, and he's, he's the alpha male of this group, and he yeah. senses some competition. So they get, uh, Alex gets his kento stick, and him and Jack start practicing, sparring. But you know it's for more than just, like, a cup of coffee. Like, it's, they're fighting for the life of the Swojo, and... 
you know, Jack gets the gets the edge at first, and then Joe. Well, before Don, the fight, Joe Nan he drops some rules. He's like, "Look, there's only three rules to this fucking this ring of steel." I mean, we could get yeah. He's just like one. I decide who fucking fights. Two, no fighting outside the arena because that gets brought up a lot later on. Absolutely no fighting outside the arena. And three, when you're in the arena, there's no fucking rules. All bets are off. Yeah, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the worst rules for this movie. Well, they change every fucking time because we'll get into that later. And so he's just like, he, well, he just breaks the rule right now because Jack's ready to fucking murder Alex. Uh, yeah, and after Joe Don uh, tells Alex, like, hey, maybe use the style you're trained in. You know, Alex hops up. He's like, oh, yeah, that style oh, yeah, I, I use. I've been training for like, my entire life in fencing style. So he starts handling Jack like nothing. Jack gets pissed, grabs a real sword. It's the epic battle between power and tippy-tap. Exactly. And power loses. So Jack grabs a sword. Joe Don breaks up the fight. He's like, no, not here. Didn't you just hear not me? Now. Absolutely no fights outside. Absolutely. Thank you. This would have been a good time for the world, but <laughs> you know, you, you stopped us earlier and did it. Um, so now we got to get, uh, well, let's see. We got our poor fat kid who's run off. He's probably dead. He's probably going to tell. Well, you go. Well, no, Alex says, fuck you guys. I'm done with this shit. This guy just pulled out a real sword when we yeah. were like, sparring. Fuck you. I'm done. And he's like, I'm going home. So he goes home and he's like, he notices like the doors open. Some a chairs tipped over. The, the, the sunny D was left out. And he's just like, and he's like, Elena never leaves a Sunny D out. We've been dating all of two days. I know that about her. I know that. I and mean, he's like, Elena, Elena. And then he sees on the table this card with this little miniature rapier. And he's like, and it, I think it's just his ring of steel. On it. It, just, it was just his business card. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, damn it. They got Elena. The gas I'm going to fucking have to spend to get back over. So he drives back over there. Just fucking crashes into goddamn Joe Don's uh, office. What did you do with Delana? Which, which his office is just like in a warehouse. Like uh, it was like the, every scene that takes place in a warehouse. In this it, movie. It, it is. The confusing camera angles are right <laughs> up there with Kubrick. Man, it's like <laughs> none of this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And like he says, "Look, well, you motherfucker!" He's like, "Hey, I'm just a good old fashioned businessman, baby." Hey, Dater. Like he old- can, he can just like talk the. Pants off anybody. You could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in a white suit. Perfect analogy. I think that was from Tommy Boy. <laughs> and so he's a sweet talks Alex. He's like, well, oh, well, maybe you are right. And he just Jedi mind tricks the fuck out of Alex. Alex is a fucking moron. Let me, let me, I, do you know who uh, the ancient philosopher Glastonbury is? Yeah, I've heard that name twice, maybe. Of course he hasn't. Yeah, of course he's he has like, Well, let me teach you a little bit more about him. Because I think you know a lot, but let me teach you a little more. Let me take you to my hallway of death. And sure, oh my God, it's beautiful. As in the Avenging Forest, you know, if you're a real, true uh, connoisseur weaponry, you put it in a hallway. You don't put it in a room. No. Because you want people to see this shit. Yes. So he's got everything. He's got fucking a lightsaber. He's got a samurai sword. He's got Connor McCloud's... Claymore. The Klingon fucking blade. Yeah, the Klingon. Oh. That's, that's everywhere, man. It's it, every- it, well, it's from Undefeatable, but it is a Klingon blade. Yes. And, yeah, he's got everything. He's a cornucopia of steel. It's beautiful. And he's like, Alex is immediately, he's like, I had a boner once. 
just like the other night, but man, this boner tops it. And he's like, okay, well, <laughs> what, 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 take what you, whatever you like, it's yours. Just take it. Of course, he sees a rapier and on a dagger. The wall. And a dagger, yes. That's his style. Yes. I didn't and, know the daggers were involved, but whatever. And he goes, well, in old ancient times they were. I, I guess. And he he goes, of course, you're, you're a master of the sword. Of I course, you pick why, a rapier. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just hand it to him. Why, why was this whole thing? Because he's all about playing mind games. He's like, okay, exactly. He's doing exactly what I want him to do. Right. Because so, Alex is an idiot. We've learned that. So he gets the rapier. And then so we cut to Elena. What's Elena up to? She's up in Tanya's penthouse apartment, which Joe Don pays for. Yes. And... And they're they're being nice too. They're like the guys who, just, you know, her bodyguards are doing a lot of paperwork for some reason. Yeah, like, they're, they're, <laughs> they're doing like all those taxes. They got the the visor with the see through green. They're crunching numbers. And they got a pizza out. And it's just it's actually a pretty fun time. If you, yeah, if she could leave, it, uh, you know, for real. This movie was trying to be like really dark, but it was actually kind of just like I'm more. Still, I'm not sure if Jonah's a villain. Like, I I don't know what he is. <laughs> for real, nobody gets harmed. <laughs> Like, nobody gets harmed. And she's like, come on, guys, let me leave. No, you got to stay until Alex wins a tournament. I'm sorry. There's more injuries in the NFL than there is in this <laughs> fucking movie where people are fighting each other with swords. And uh, Tanya's like, she's getting dressed up for the big fight tonight. And she's like, sorry, you can't be there. I'll make sure to fuck your boyfriend for no you. No way. And we, we see Alex. He's, he's down in the locker room. He's putting on... Uh, people probably recognize this from Seinfeld, the, yeah, the, the puffy shirt, the classic pirate shirt, yeah. pirate shirt. And he, he's he's he, well, he, back to foreshadow. He talked about being a pirate. That was his dream character. Yeah, he wanted to board that wench. So and he's now, got the skin tight pants with the swashbuckler boots with the big cuff on him, like yeah. Captain America has. And like a true pirate, he's about to board another wench, or is he? Yeah, because well, he's playing it cool because that's his move with the yeah. ladies. But Tanya, she's just like I guess. She's like fresh meat, so she's all over him. And apparently, only person who's aware that Jack and Tiny have a relationship is Jack, because Jack walks in. What the fuck are you doing? That's my bitch. I just frosted my tips. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, that was beautiful. And she's like, "You don't own me. I can fuck whoever I want. No, you can't. You're my lady." And then we get this big standoff. It, it, it's looking like shit's about to happen in the locker room. We've been building up this Alex and Jack off fight. So, not going to... Alex and Jack off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not going to happen here, though, because thankfully, Joe Don stops the Jack off, and he's like, look, Alex is doing the ring. Jack like, off on your own time. Like, get rid of these fucking tips. They're ridiculous. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Diet black again. <laughs> Tanya, put those tits away. But, all right. He's like, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> so, we get to see Alex's first official sanctioned underground death match something like that so like as we said it it's like a gladiator arena and we get these we get these huge like sewer drain pipe entrances and they're they got the they're backlit so they look it's really just dramatic the one entrance. and so alex fights i swear this guy was an american gladiator i don't i think his name was malibu because he was like a surfer dude oh oh yeah and he comes out he's got he's got a faux chin because this guy this guy has no spirituality Naturally. at all He's got the big circle shield and just like a one-hand sword. One of those small circle shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. And I think it's called is it called buckler? I think it's called. It might be a buckler. I don't know the official sizing, but buckler seems about right. 
And he's got a, he's got like a regular like Conan sword. Yeah, broadsword. And I want to call it a Conan sword. Conan uses a two hand, I think. Doesn't he? Well, a normal person. Let's before, just say let's just, can let's use just, one hand. Let's just call it a one hand sword. Let's we'll call it a broadsword. Well, broad. Never mind. It's a fight. I can see deer. It's a fight. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's, it's an important fight. It's so boring. We're fighting over the sword. It's about as intimate. Uh, the fight we just had just a second ago was more exciting. Yeah, exactly. Than the, fight than the that actual see. fight. All the fights in this movie end with somebody being disarmed. And sure enough, this fight ends with Alex, like, he doesn't know what to do with himself at first, but then he gets hit in the face with the shield. Well, shit gets real, yeah. Like, he thinks it's, these are all exhibitions. Yeah. And then shit gets real when the guy hits him. It hits him with the shield, but thankfully it's a blunt object, so it just kind of rattles him up a little bit, and he's like, oh, fuck, I got to actually fight and defend myself here. So he pulls himself together, he disarms the guy, you know, he wins. And then he, like, he always exits in the weirdest way, like, super suspicious, and it's like, come on, man, all those all those dudes want to rain their dollar bills on you, and you're just going to, like creepily walk beat backwards into the... I don't know, but he gets to the locker room and Joe down shows up. He's like, all right, I won the match. Give me Elena back. He's like, oh, nobody. I got bigger plans for that, you. That's not quite how this is going to go I'll say, here. I'll say. He talked like fucking fucking Falcon like horns. Like, I'll say, I'll say, boy. Well, you going to win this tournament His for me. His name is Joe Don. You're going to win this tournament for me, boy. Oh, your girlfriend's going to die. Yeah, you got three days until the championship, so you're going to have to keep winning and he's like, fine, and he stomps off to the showers. So this is where we get our police force. They're going to get involved now, and we see them. It's the typical 90s police I, couple. It's a black dude. It's a white <laughs> dude. Right. I think the white guy, I'm not sure. I swear he was a neighbor on that 70s show. The guy that had the perm, I think that's the same actor. I might be wrong. God, I didn't pay close enough attention to I him. Didn't, I've only seen three episodes of I, I, that I, 70 show. Dude, I'm almost positive that was the guy. Uh, back in my UPN days, um, after school, it would be like, I think it was an episode or two of that 70s show, and then it'd be The Simpsons for an hour. Right. So I watched a lot of that 70s show. Yeah. I'll have to watch it again and see if I recognize him. And they're like, hey, uh, we found this fat LARPer guy in a, in a drainage ditch. He had a sword wound right in his liver. Does Very that, interesting. Does, does that sound familiar to you? I'm just a good old country death match. <laughs> like, oh, guys, look at this. I just got this nice techno club up above. These, these trot boys came down and started playing this music. The guy was like, the kids love it, so let's do the club up there. But we do some fine. It's sanctioned. No big deal. Vegas. <laughs> we, I mean, we don't do any betting, but, you know, some people can bet between each other. That's right. That's okay, ain't it? Man, we get some uh, the the squares, <laughs> you know. We get some of that, but it's all what good, about, clean fun. What about a football pool? <laughs> a football pool in your office? This is no different from that. And they're like, "Okay, maybe you're right, but you we're gonna be watching you, Mister. In fact, we're gonna be there tonight for the match to make sure it's on the up and up." So we get to see this awesome match. This is probably the closest thing we have to a cool match. And there's a lot of other things going on. So we're going to kind of go in between them all. But we got this ninja match going on. We got the cops there. And Tanya is back at her games. She's like, I didn't get to fuck him the first time. He didn't quite get it through his dumb mullet that I wanted to bang him. So I'm going to I'm gonna lay it thick. I'm just going to go in there, tit to blazing. 
and tits a blazing, she does. And just when you think they're about to seal the deal, fucking cockblocker Jack shows up. Brian. Well, I guess Brian, well, Brian was there. Brian but. shows up at first, and then he's like, he's "Oh, cool God, he's like, got room for another." Yeah, Jack might be on his way. <laughs> he tried to like, you know. Yeah, I don't. Brian was very suspicious motivations. Cause he really. We is. think he's like a friend of Alex's, but he's constantly stirring the pot. He's just like, you know. So he's like, "I, I hope Jack doesn't show up." And, and then Jack hears his name. Yeah. He's like fucking previously dying his hair back to black. Just, just when we thought that Brian walked off like into the hallway, Jack's pushing him into the room. So they're like all four of them are together. Jack's already caught Alex with his his lady once. According to him. According to him. Good point. I mean, fucking Tanya's a free agent. Ta- like Tanya's concerned. a free agent, yeah. And I also want to point out that uh, the guy actor who played Jack, he he must have studied at the school of Steve James because he never wears sleeves. Never. And he has a he has a classic '90s vest with no shirt on. Yeah, going very on. renegade. <laughs> very renegade. Very renegade. I actually thought like Brad's comb would have been a perfect casting here. I he wish, I don't know why he wasn't in it. I wish he would have. Well, had maybe he was roles. because we got to point out Judo Jean LaBelle from our classic uh, Kickboxer yeah. Two movie. Played a, a henchman of Joe Don in it. Yeah, no lines. He just lurks in the. He's like Igor almost. He's like, he was Mike from Breaking Bad. He was always <laughs> just there, super professional. This guy's not gonna harm you. Arm bar. Like I loved uh, Gene LaBelle in this. He was fucking so cool. He was v- much cooler than Jack. And so Jack is he's like juicing as always. He's furious. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Joe Don's not here. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you now. And then like uh, Brian, Brian goes, Hey, hey Brian busts out his blade and he's like, Look, there's no there's no life steal here. You know you can't fight here. Why don't you two fight in the ring? And Alex is like, No, 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 I'm not ready for this. I got a hard on right now, man. I don't wanna go out of that Coliseum. You don't want to fight with blue balls, dude. Yeah. That's awful. Blue balls or a hard on, you know, you don't want to get in on that. So Brian looks at Alex. He's just like, "Don't worry, get I in." I got this. Uh, yeah. So we see Jack. He runs out into the Coliseum Can't floor. Wait. Yeah, he's he's like got his he uses rips a, his vest off. He uses the katana. I like that. Uh, and he gets out there. He's ready. He's getting the crowd pumped. Apparently, the crowd just sits there all day <laughs> yes, and waits for a fight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But, so yeah. the crowd's waiting. They're cheering. They're like, yeah, Jack's fucking Jack, awesome. Jack, Jack, we love Jack. that hairstyle. He's crazy. He's always beheading people. Then a fucking chicken walks out. Yeah. Well, he's waiting for Alex to come out. And like you said, chicken pumps out. And then backstage, Alex and Brian are pissing themselves with laughter. You'd actually think this joke was funny the way they're acting. And Jack is humiliated. So Joe Don takes offense to this. And yeah, you don't disrespect the ring of steel. Yeah, right? he, you can do your jokes in the locker room. Yeah, your little boyish towel snapping jokes. He he come. Joe Don comes down the hallway. He sees uh, Alex and Brian laughing to themselves, and he's just like, "Boy, oh boy, I gotta tell you what you did there was hilarious." <laughs> Sw- I say, I say, I say. Fucking dust off his hat and everything. <laughs> it's, that's well, a real knee slapper you got there, boy. Here's the thing, though. You've embarrassed my trademark. So you boys are going to get out there and you're going to fight. You know what's really funny? You two fighting each other. So get out there and put on a fight. So sure enough, they get out there. They start fighting. But 
Brian is basically leading a dance, a beautiful dance. It's, this is the best sword fight in the movie. Yes. And nobody gets even touched in it. Easily. And it, it is exactly what you would expect to see like at a professional actors at like maybe a Pirates of the Caribbean medieval times thing, kind of thing. Or medieval times or any of that where it's just like again, they perfectly choreograph this cool sword fight on the spot. So they're like, "Oh, you better jump." And you know, they're doing all the dodges. It's so doesn't cool. It like Alex, he like jumps in the audience, doesn't he? Yeah, they're they're it, it's one of those we're going to go beyond just the medieval thing. It's one of those medieval well, restaurants well, yeah. where yeah. you like dinner, dinner, legs. dinner in the show and everything. And like Brian's like, check out that chick with the tits in the front row. Yeah. And then he's like, is he going there? He goes out there. Or does Alex go out there? I don't remember. I think it was Alex. Okay. So uh, he flips like, get a better, get a better look at it. Yeah. Flicks her out. He's like, mm, nice tits. And, nice tits. and but meanwhile, nobody, with that exception of the first Elena, Alex, and nobody gets fucked in this movie. All but people are wanting to fuck constantly in this movie. So they just totally make the Ring of Steel look like a joke. Yeah. Joe Don's been selling this as the closest thing to murder you'll ever get to see. I don't remember who ends up losing the match, but someone Brian loses, but he Brian, lets him beat him. He's, yeah. like, he's like, go ahead, which, which means if you're in a tournament, wouldn't you be eliminated? No, you're not, because the rules change constantly. This, is, this, this is just the season, man. This isn't even the tournament yet because it just comes and goes. You know, it's just whatever. <laughs> this was an exhibition or something. So who the fuck knows? The rules, like the rules for an underground fighting ring, are usually really easy. Mine a, would be stricter than this. I yeah, it's usually like it's a tournament. It's not a tournament. And this, it's like yeah, today it's a tournament. Today, well, that's the thing. We're told there are no rules, but you can't kill anybody. Well, that's a rule. That's a rule. It's but so stupid. yeah, Brian just. Metaphorically falls on his sword and lets Alex win because he says this is a bro, man. Yeah, it was all fun. They gave the they gave the audience a good show, and that's all. Not they were according there for. to fucking Joe Don, he is pissed. so pissed. Steam shooting out his ears. <laughs> so they, but but he's like, I say, I say, I'm gonna let him see his girlfriend. Yeah, I need some little motivation with this boy. I need to get this kid real nice and motivated. So Elena's like. Aren't you done yet? And he's just like, look, just two more fights. Just and then I fights. promise you we're out of this bullshit. You don't think they're, I mean, these guys have this underground ring. There's people apparently being murdered. You can trust there's, these guys. There's all these Japanese Americans uh, betting lots of money. No, they're, they're, not, they're just Japanese. They're no, just no, Japanese. Speaking. You, are you sure? Yes. I don't want to be. You know why? Because they had cameras. They had cameras? That's an old stale, like, 70s joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see Japanese people like a 70s movie, they'd have a camera. I don't know what the fuck that means. I got to say, when I was um, in New Zealand, there were some Asian tourists. I don't know uh, of which Asian <laughs> persuasion they were. But we were in this uh, cave, and you're not supposed to have any flash photography. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to have any light at all whole time like just sneaking out their phone flash photography flashlight all the time i gotta say is that cave sounds like the perfect place for my death ring it was it was a cool cave you could have it would have fit in really well i love caves so i'd be there every week month what do you think you would do I don't know. I think you start out like maybe like they do with MMA, where it's like there's a big pay per view once a month, but then you have exi- no you have... once a no, once a month is too uh, uh, too fast. You got to do it like too fast. You got to do it like uh, quarterly at first. Okay. You got to do. You got to build up. Like yeah, I, w- see, I see where you're going. WWE's got it all wrong right now because they try to do a big thing every month. No yeah, story you, builds. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I'll change that. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'll change that. So, so where are we at now? So Elena has uh, explained to Alex, like, no, we're not getting a. It's not going to be you win the championship. We're off scot free. Like, there's more to this shit than you yeah, think. Yeah, what do you there think, is. dummy? What do you think happens when you're the champ? You don't. You get retired. Duh. You know, you're you're in this for life. So we get to see our cops who are assured, like, you know what? There really is something going on. Yeah, we, I don't know why uh, Joe Don's so pissed because the perfect cover would be the match they just had where nobody got hurt. I don't know. Say, I uh, say, officer, <laughs> are you not pleased now? Just go ahead and get the fuck right out. All right, but we'll be watching you. Yeah. Well, they are watching them because they're, like, basically sneaking in this place now. But we get into... Uh, Alex's next match. I don't remember who the fuck he fights. It's just some fucking nobody. It's, it's, it's another it's nobody. It's like just the second to last match, basically. Yeah. And the guy with the mullet is basically it. And he, he handles them, and he stabs the guy in the hand. He wins. Yeah, yeah. He has a talk with Brian backstage. They're comparing, like, how they got into underground fighting and... You know, Brian's like, oh, no, I just always did this. Like, I, I, I like sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, like, Alex is moping about killing a guy. He's like, Brian's like, I've killed 20 people in my life. Today. Yeah. Like, just wait, to watch what? him die. Like, who gives a fuck? Right. You're just like, meatbags. I just really like coming here. I like the money. <laughs> I like you guys. You're pretty cool. Like, this is a pretty good job. Like, uh, when I go on the glass door after we're done here, you know, I'm going to give it a good review. Like, you know, the man in black isn't the best boss, but you know what? But health. he's hilarious. We've he's got, always jovial. We've got health insurance in, in, in America, so that's something. Well, he had Obamacare before? It was called Jodanacare? N- no. Oh, But okay. th- the work provided them with health care. So he's like, look on the bright side. Why are you always moping, Alex? And he's like, look, I, I got to get the fuck out. Can you help me? Help me get Elena out. And he's like... Okay, I'll do it. Because maybe he wants to win the tournament. Because he knows he can't beat Alex. Alex maybe is the greatest. He, maybe he wants to get with Tanya. And he's like, yeah, go that's go to a, Elena. That's, a, that's probably why he was trying to get him killed by Jack. Why he was always stepping into uh, them hooking up. Like, both times, I think, Brian stepped in when Alex and Elena were together. Or uh, Alex and uh, Tanya. You're right. So he's like, all right, come here. And they just get their plan set. While it's going on, we see this camera up there. It's our boy fucking Joe Don watching everything. Oh, man. Of course there's a fucking camera in the locker room. Of course. Exactly. And they don't they don't erase those tapes. They keep them. Oh, yeah. They definitely do. Epstein and style. It's him and Tanya. And he's like, oh, these guys, they'll never learn. And they don't learn. Because later on, we learn. Well, to uh, punish Brian, Joe Don's like, hey, Brian. Your next fight's against Jack. He's like, what? We're not scheduled to fight. We're in, like, different tiers. Yeah. And he's like, no, because of your technical points. Remember I pointed out there are no points earlier in this movie? Well, now there are points. Yeah. And because of your technical points, you get to fight Jack who's higher up. I mean, Joe Joe Don does have an axe to grind. He knows about, you know, he's watching that live camera footage, that CCTV. So he's like, I got to stick at these motherfuckers. Yeah, guys, I have been taking technical points. And you are going to fight <laughs> Jack. And he is so pissed at Brian. He wants to make sure that that Brian loses. So he gets Jack, and he goes, Jack, come here. What? Yes. This they, is what happens? They put poison on the blade. What? Yes. Dornish motherfucker. 
Yes. Game of Thrones again, they're the, man. They're the Sand Snakes. Yes. And uh, except they were, if you watch the show, Jack actually, believe it or not, Jack's fighting is better than the Sand Snakes on the show, which were horrible. Really? Yes, it was embarrassing. I haven't watched anything and, past the second episode of and the show. So, um, so, yeah, they want to make sure. So, that's a, you, I, I noticed you didn't put this in the notes. He's, remember, he slashes his, his, his leg, and that's why he's all fucked up. Oh, I missed it. I yeah. missed it. The sword fighting is so boring. It was so easily to get distracted. So, I think Brian, I his move outside. is to like get in people's heads and make them so angry that they lose control. So yeah. He's like, hey, pulls the fucking Billy Drago, puts some, some hand motion. Yeah, he does a nice little magic trick. He gets up to Jack. He pulls an egg, a hard-boiled egg from behind his wow. ear, and he's caressing it. And he's just like... Oh boy, I wonder what horrible smells lie within and cracks it. And Jack is just fucking he's fucking juicing like a motherfucker. His hair he's got like ten styles on his hair now. He's like doing shit I don't even know. But this fight actually does it ends with some some uh, bloodshed, right? Well I mean, first it, they, it they like they go they past each other and like uh Jack does a little back cut and slashes uh mm. uh uh, Brian across the leg with okay. the poison. It might have been a drug. It might not have been poison, but it's Either definitely way. fucked up Jack's, uh, Brian. So Brian's all, like, drunk. I was wondering why Brian was so, like, yeah, he's wobbly. Poisoned. And Alex is watching this, and he's like, hey, Alex, what's going on? Yeah, the whole time, he's doing, like, a Marvel thing where he's, like, in a very serious situation, but he's very jovial <laughs> about it. Right. And so, but eventually the, the poison gets the best of him and he drops his sword and then Jack just fucking kills him off. Well, here's the thing. Brian actually does get the upper hand on Jack. He disarms Jack and he thinks he's won, but because he's so loopy, he just turns to Alex and he's like, Alex, did you see it? I won. I'm, he, he told, he, did, he pulled a total blood sport with, uh, I can't remember. Eric, Eric Sloan. No, Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport. Uh, I don't remember the guy. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the other Ogre? Americans. Are you about oh, Ogre? yeah, I'm talking about Ogre. Okay. Where Ogre was just like I knocked, I knocked Bolo. Uh, you never Bolo. turn your back on Bolo. Yeah, I knocked Bolo down. I'm the champ. That's what fucking Brian did here. He knocked Bolo down, and he was like, "I'm the champ." Well, of course, Bolo grabs his sword and he comes back at him. And he's ready to fucking take his head off. And I think he just stabs him through the back or something. Like yeah. That. And, As he and gets, then he, he just hear the big No! He hits him with a, Hey, Jack. Nice match. Said that as he, with his dying breath, he said that. <laughs> and then he hits him with a classic Borat. Not! Well, that's actually Wayne from Wayne's World. I think Borat's that's nice or some shit like that. Not as Wayne's World. Oh, no. Borat did it, too. Well... Yeah, Wayne did it first. Yeah, that's fine. Not okay. So <laughs> I hate that. I hate you for doing that. <laughs> so, I really hate that. So we get like fucking Alex is in the zone. He's, I love. I love this note I did. Somber moods, training blues. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of my my R and B album. Please, out. please. And someone used that somewhere. We just see him just training like a madman in the arena. Joe Don's watching. He's like, it's all falling one, into place. One spotlight. It's completely black. 
one spotlight on uh, Alex as he trains. He's like, and all he's training is he's stabbing a fucking pad. Yeah, he's in his normal stance, like his rapier fencing stance. Pad, but yeah, oh god, it's horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> and the cops are there, and they're like, "What's getting into that guy?" He's like, "I said, boy, he's just getting ready, boy. You don't, we don't need to know." Yoshiomi cut his hair into that that shape, and next thing I know, he's poking that pillow. And the cops are like, "All right, but we can keep our eye on you," and they leave. And then Jack runs up on Black. Jack Black. And Jack Black. He's just like, hey, uh, Joe Don, after I win this tournament, I'm taking over, fuckface. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a new angle to this whole movie now. We got to throw a wrinkle in it. He's got so much power coursing through his veins from these hairstyles that he thinks he's a god now. Yeah. Well, he started sleeking that one side back, so he thinks, it, well, that and he read uh, The Art of the Deal. So he's like, I know how to run a business. And Clearly. Like, we'll see about that, boy. And so he's just glad that Alex is taking it serious now because he's worried that Jack's going to fucking kill his ass. So we're finally getting into drum roll. Actually, dog's outside. The the big match. The final match. I'm surprised she didn't start barking from outside. So while that, so we're getting build up. We cut to Elena. She's still in that beautiful penthouse apartment. She's kind of make connections with the bodyguards. They're more like friends and just captures. They really are. They're they're gabbing about like X Files and The Simpsons. Like man, like, what's so, your favorite episode? Sunday Sunday TV's the best, guys. Let's get a let's order a pizza. Let's un, uncuff me. Let me see those cuffs real quick. Well, actually. no, the guy, the guard, he's also practicing because he wants to be in the. He's a kind of a groupie. Oh, sword groupie. So he's stabbing. Oh, he wants to be in the Swojo. And she's like, You're doing it all wrong. I noticed you're twitching. Oh, oh my God. You're telling me there was foreshadowing. Yes. For for our side character. (laughs) Yes. This movie had the four. And she's like, Just untie me and I'll teach you how to really, you know. And he's like, All right. We've bonded. We're friends. We talked about X Files. X Files. Fucking, I hated it when, when Mulder left. It got bad. And when did that happen? Did that happen? Yes. I didn't know that. He happened. left first because he wanted to have a movie career, and of course it didn't work out. Gotcha. And so she's like, here, just give me the sword. And of course she just handles the guy really easy. Doesn't kill him because she, she bonded with him no. a little too. She cuffs in the chair, and she's like, see ya. Wouldn't so want to be ya. We follow her. She gets to the club. She's Fortunately, going... there's some Japanese guys coming into the club. Of course there is. So she just throws an armor on them. She's like, and... hey, karaoke? Yeah. And then they go, come on. Because that's what they're there for. They don't even know about the... <laughs> No, they're, in... <laughs> they're there for karaoke. Because this is the best karaoke bar in whatever city this is. So we're following Elena. She gets, of course, to the underground ring because she knows where to go. And at this point... The fight has been going on, and Alex is just fumbling around on the ground, and he he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Brian's dead. Elena's missing in action. Like he hasn't seen her, and I mean he's known her for four days now. She, he he it's hasn't seen her. He hasn't seen her in like eight hours. So he's like, oh my god, everything bad has happened to her. And she see, notices this, so she makes a beeline for the locker room. She's like, he needs help. So she goes, and remember, guys, she's a sword fighter too. This isn't this a man's thing. And she grabs her sword. She comes in, Serena, and she immediately attacks Jack. Because Jack's almost about to kill. He's just, yeah. like, godlike. This shocked me. 
and he just throws her off because she's she's does the classic woman thing where she jumps on his back. And, like, yeah, she, that, that's not a smart move. And he just throws her down, and they're like, "Hey, look, look at there's there's look at that." And he's like, "What?" And then they just don't they just take off. I don't well, no, the cops him. arrive. Oh, okay, the cops. The cops. She called the cops. Yeah, the yeah. cops arrive, and they've all got their guns. They're in a coliseum, so they all have advantage rolls on fucking Jack, who's just under you know down on the ground. So Jack takes off, but he grabs uh, Elena, takes her hostage, and that's what leads us into... uh, Apparently, this place is also a spark factory slash... Spark flame factory. Flame factory. And so, yeah, because there's like a little hole in the wall. They go through into the factory. And as they go in, I don't know what... I think the cops shoot at them, and they hit like a a gas main. I don't know what happens here. There's an explosion, and fires everywhere. What is... Fire, that reminds me of something. Murray, I, I can think of only one appropriate thing when I think of fire, and it's... Uh, Going I, into uh, the fire? Into the fire, yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> it. Um, I think Dokken leads us there, and let's go ahead and start up this week's hair metal hate, Dokken into the fire. Uh, I mean, it... Got a beautiful woman wrapped in barbed wire. A helicopter just spinning out. It's about to fucking crash and burn. <laughs> They're like in the front of some projects or something. And then a woman with a gong and a butt hanging out. Uh, uh, yeah, and then a woman <laughs> spitting fire. And these women have this fucking amazing 80s, like, fucking caked on makeup. It's and cool. then this is the reason for the season. Dawkins' <laughs> mullets is off the fucking chart. Yeah, there's a cornucopia of mullets in this. And we have these gigantic hands for some reason with, in the background. With coke nails. With coke <laughs> Five coke nails. <laughs> and then we have our guitarist, George Lynch, rocking the most furious screaming eagle I've ever seen. Dude, it's like, you're it not frosted. Good. The top of it is just Oh, my God. Blonde. Oh, my God. That... The skunk hair. That's irritating. I <laughs> and for some reason it's snowing, but they're they're into the fire, so they don't they don't. Oh, you don't notice it. Well, they got all those barrel fires around them. And oh, then there's there's people. There's in, a boat. There's people in like rafts, like f- surrounding them, and these women are getting wrapped in barbed wire. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on what are here, Docking, What are we building up to? What's what are we going into the fire on? I mean, I don't been... know. They're just wrapping women in barbed wire. And then oh no! He's jumping. They oh. jump into like a time warp. I don't know what this is. I thought they were gonna jump into the barbed wire, but it's no. Th- well, I thought they were gonna jump into the. This fire. is going Twin Peaks style, <laughs> and it just starts. They start. They go through some like prime portal, and they're like in like a mine in hell. Oh my god! Yeah, this is Indiana Jones right here. <laughs> oh no! They're what? so we have, and then these women are like got these claws, and they're pushing like a. They're what? pushing hot rocks into her <laughs> vagina. Which what is that? What is that? I don't know what that means. I don't know what the metaphor is there. I don't know. They're going into the fire. And they decide, no, we're not. We're going back. And yeah. they somehow oh. they teleported back to those giant hands. Oh my and that God. helicopter is still spinning out. It's like the fucking Twilight Zone movie. Is this supposed to be like Escape from New York? I don't know what's going on here. Escape from New York would make more sense here. I don't think they are going for that at all. What year do you think this, this was? This came out probably a year or two after Escape from New York. So it could have been influenced because maybe Road Warrior had a huge influence on like the one Motley Crue video. We I did. feel like this has to be inspired by Escape from New York. And we got these hot babes th- th- writhing. On yeah, stuff. usually we get a more like uh, 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 like full circle story here. That story, <laughs> the story did. was just put some hot coals in her vagina, yeah. and then come back and rock out. The, they were rebirthed. Do you, think, do you <laughs> to be the same? <laughs> do you think that's like a metaphor for giving them like a sexually transmitted disease? Is it burning? 
I don't know. A burning passion, like they I don't know. they they weren't passionate but in the it. first George half. George Lynch like, has this amazing tiger stripe guitar he's oh, playing. They're a second half team. They gave birth to the first half they were half assing it, then they gave birth and now they're fucking Meanwhile, this fucking helicopter's continuing to spin out. I think someone's gonna die. Uh, I don't know. I, I this, <laughs> What's going? I want closure to the fucking. Uh, story I will say here. this is obviously early '80s because the hair is not as teased as it normally is. I mean, George that's, Lynch has that. Oh my god, that's skunk. Skunk He hair. looks like he's wearing. You ever see those Russian guys with those hats? He looks like he's wearing one of those, those fur hats. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. But that's his hair, people. It's into the fire, Dokken. Check it out if you want to know what we're talking about. Dokken, D O K K E N. Oh, of course, man. named after Don Dokken, the singer. Oh, is that and, it? Yeah. Oh. And they're rocking with Doc. And then there's the, the guy's the, pummeling the, his bass. <laughs> and that's it, guys. He's going Doyle on that bass. Wow. Thank you, Hair Metal Sean, for that Another Another great suggestion from Hair Metal Sean. But uh, we got one fire. From one fire to another. We're, we're going to push right through the hot stones through that lady's vagina we're gonna talk into to you, this movie. Is, is, if you thought... That was a boring video. Wait till this fight. Yeah, the climax oh of this God. movie isn't much better. Yes, yeah, so. it will probably be a little softer. We got really loud on that music video. <laughs> that music video was more exciting. Than it this was. Movie. I was more excited for that. It's also nice to know it's about to end in like three minutes, as yeah. opposed to the movie, which is one thirty. Yeah. So we get one boring fight in the arena. We move to a boring fight in the Sparks Factory. Before that happens, though, Tanya shows up. She's finally seen the light. She's like. Alex and Elena belong together. I'm going to rescue Elena. So she's got a gun. And usually a gun beats a sword in a fight. Mm. So she walks up. She's like, Jack, you're you're crazy. You're mad. You're hair mad with power. Just get, let her go. I'll fuck you. She's going to take one for the team. That's how committed she is to getting these two back together. I don't remember how this worked out. So I well, to, I'll, I'll, What happens is here. we just go away and we hear a gunshot. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. And Good. so we're like, what happened? And then there's fires everywhere because it's gas main burst. I don't know. Something happened with this explosion. <sighs> and so we just... Alec shows up and he sees the lovely Tanya gave her life. She's dead. She got oh, shot. She, she, she did die. Yes. Because you know why she we know she died? Because she's got a trickle of blood. Just that, her. yeah. She looks perfect. She's a model. She's not super model, but she's a model. And I... she looks perfectly coiffed in her hairs and everything, but she's got the little her blood. Hairs, yeah, perfect. I just remember them running more through the factory. There had to be a catwalk up yep. in there. They have to go. They have to escalate some stairs or something. So Jack like just hurls uh, Elena away. She flies off the catwalk. She's hanging, She's hanging. Know, over. It's an open pit of flames. Apparently, this is a nobody works here, but they keep the, the shit running constantly. They keep gas flowing to it. They keep electricity <laughs> on. They keep the, everything. So we get another even. You, you thought the foreign fight in the arena was boring. This gets even boringer. It's just a back and forth. It's like kids with the sticks. Yeah. Going ching, ching, ching. And then he just, I guess he just throws fucking Jack over the rail. He gets in close on him. Mike Tyson style. Bites his ear. Talk, takes him. I didn't think Alex could do this, but he tosses him over into the fire and just blares up. Call back. You're like, oh, cool. And then he, he helps Elena up. He helps Elena up. They're, they're like, like it's over. We're 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 on this second floor, so how do we get down? She looks at that pirate shirt. He's got like one nip poking out, and she's like, "Well, you always did want to be a pirate." So they, they pirates are known for zip lining. They zip line across. This happens to be a zip line there. They land outside. We're like, "Good movie well, over." Somehow, no, they go down. Somehow, they wind up on the roof. 
I you're don't know. Ru- what? The- <laughs> because if you guys, God if you're, you're ever in a fire, you want to go the highest place possible. God damn it! I hate, the- I hate the fact <laughs> that you just, ru- yes, they zip line down onto the roof. Oh my god! I hate this so much. So they're on the roof. This movie should be done. And the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. And also, Jack is not dead. Of course not. You can't kill Jack like that. This guy is fucking juiced to the gills with air. <laughs> and he's like, uh, room for one more. And so they, they, I think, I don't know fucking remember what. I think he's going to, like, uh, Alex doesn't have a sword. He's just ready to just murder Alex. And then... You go, uh, and you just see like a tip come out of his chest. Yeah, falls down. It's our fucking boy Joe Don. He's a hero again. He was basically I, yeah. orchestrating the death of all these characters, but now we love Joe Don again because he's like, how? He, I think he got the point, and he winks at everybody. So good. Now, when I may get the point of your ballpoint pen, I got a club I want you to co-sign with me. Boy, I want you to be my main attraction. What do you say? We're what partners, do you say? What buddy. do you say? Yeah, I got he's always joking. He's always looking on the bright side of life. He's like, yeah. never mind me trying to kill y'all. I want you to be my partner. I don't my even next wa- endeavor. Let's just say the insurance claim I have on this place is Larger than Epstein's collection. All right? I got a little island I want to take you to. And he's like, fuck you. He finally wises up. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, whatever, boy. Take my card. I'll see you later. And he's like, or I'll take your card. But fuck you. And then they, he's like, well, hey, do you trust me? She's like, well, not really. Well, you're going to trust me now because there's a big air mattress down there. Let's jump <laughs> off this building. And as soon as they jump off, we get a nice explosion. I like that. I like yeah. explosions. We don't get that anymore. We don't get yeah. real explosions we don't anymore. Get, we really don't. And then I loved how Joe Don just goes, I know a way out. He just walks right into the flames. He's the he devil. Won. He's he, a Satan. He, I think that was the whole thing. He's supposed to be Satan. Man in black? Uh, they're trying to tell the, our hero from Jim Cotta, like, you embrace the devil. I think that's what this movie is supposed to be a parallel to. And uh, he does grab the rapier, Charles the Second's rapier. Yeah, well, yeah, because they 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 get they get off the air mattress, they kiss, and then we just get a scene where the burned out building rapier laying they there. Set, they set up a sequel, and then mysterious hand picks it yeah. up. Well, we know it's Joe Don. Yeah, it's, it's a and so there you have it, guys. Ring of fucking steel. Ring of steel. So all this talk of like money and shit, Griff makes it, I want I want to talk about gold, Griff. I want the gold. I don't want to talk about gold. I'm trying. I hope I get this title right because I forgot. It. That's but fine. We're gonna talk next, show, next show, week. show notes for for the assured title <laughs> next week. We're going back to our bread and butter, Golden what? Globus. What? We're doing a GG. Yep. We're yeah. now we're doing a GG. We're doing, and I'm glad you brought up some uh, Temple of Doom and that Into the Fire mm. video because we're doing a classic oh, Indiana Jones ripoff. Which is funny because the character, the public domain character is the star of this movie, was an inspiration for Indiana Jones. Of course, we're talking about Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. Nice. We have our man, closeted Richard Chamberlain, who tries his best to make it look like he wants to fuck a young Sharon Stone. <laughs> and I think James Earl Jones is in it. I don't remember. I don't think I've even seen this movie. Nice. But I'm looking forward to it because it's the Golden Globus production, so it's got to be great. Globus. So get ready for some gold. All that glitters will be gold next week as we nice. talk about Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. Keep it warm into the fire.